The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Warning. The program you're about to hear is absolutely filthy and thoroughly disgusting. Furthermore, listening to it will immediately turn you into a bottom. Bottom. But listen, when, it, when it's messy, it's a problem for everyone in the room. Correct. All ten of them. I'm proud to declare the Adam Sank Show and his ass open to the wind. Ass open to the wind. This is fuckery. <laughs> this is all fuckery. <laughs> fuckery, fuckery, fuckery. Powered by DNR Studios. And now... Give a warm round of applause to my friend and yours, Adam Sank. <laughs> I'm trying to hit the cat sound. Uh, welcome to the Adam Sank Show. We're not live, but this is a brand new episode. If you're listening at 11 a.m. Eastern on Saturday, October 1st in the year 2022 at... D- <laughs> now it won't stop. At DNR... <laughs> at DNRstudios.com and the DNR Cast app. Can you imagine if this is the first episode you ever listen to? Um, that's the only place to hear this podcast throughout the week that it first airs. If you listen anywhere else, will you please spend five minutes, three minutes even, and leave us a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts or whichever audio platform you use to listen to this thing. Email me, me, at adam at adamsank.com. Like the Facebook page. Get your ass merch at adamsank.com. Call the ass hotline anytime you want. Leave us a voicemail, even when we're not on the air. That number is 804-TALK-ASS. Uh, get vaccinated and boosted and stand with Ukraine. Our guest today is a returning favorite to the ass. His original episode was is one of our most popular ever. He is Eddie Danger, the incredibly sexy adult video star, go-go boy, all-around renaissance man. And he is starring in the latest season of Camp Wanakiki, which is on Out TV. Uh, but before we speak to him, we have a lot of news and topics to get through. And also, my beautiful and not an alcoholic co-host, Steve Cesaro. <laughs> <laughs> Steve and I, the whole time we were at the woods, we kept saying, well, hi. <laughs> which is from that show. Uh, what did, what's the name? If Animals Could Talk, I believe. Or no. Uh, the Secret Life the of Secret Pets. The Secret Life of Pets. Yeah is a show that Steve recommended, a series on Netflix that I also recommend now. And it's all about animals and what they're capable of and animal communication. And uh, they I don't know what the fuck that phone is that's ringing, but JB just ran out of here like a house on fire. Anyway, the special showed us that cats, when they meow, they actually imitate their owners. So they had a cat from down south that was like, Wahoo! <laughs> That's exactly what it sounded like. That's we so greeted each other in the woods. Anyway, welcome, Steve. Hello. Um, I also realized that we forgot to do recommended viewing last week. I forgot to. Oh my gosh, you're right. So we might as well do it um, because it's Gail's favorite segment. And since JB just ran out of the room, I will do the bumper live. (laughs) I hate this segment. Who gives a fuck what anyone else is watching? This shit sucks. Thank you, Gail. Um, I also. 
can't remember if I've already recommended this show, so if I have, my apologies. But I want to recommend a Netflix uh, series shot in Barcelona called Merli. Merli? Merli, as in Mer- Merlin, but without the N. Oh, um, Merli follows a bunch of uh, college freshmen uh, who are studying philosophy at the University of Barcelona. Uh, the show is in Catalan. You can watch it with English or Spanish subtitles. I love watching it and seeing how much of it I can understand because it's very close to Spanish, uh, which I speak a little of. Um, The show is great on many levels, but I think my favorite thing is that the lead character, Paul Rubio, is so fucking hot and very bisexual. Bisexual. Most of the men on the show seem to be bisexual. There's a lot of bed hopping that goes on and – I love it. It was introduced to me by my friend Danny, and um, I, I, it's just delightful. So, Merli on Netflix. Steve, go ahead. So, mine is sort of like a feel-good, silly, there's absolutely no point to it, but there is, is this uh, program on YouTube called Recess Therapy. Recess Therapy interviewed this little child about corn. And corn. You know, it's corn. And then from there, I went down the rabbit hole of uh, there's another – uh, what do you call it, a uh, band that takes these bizarre sound bites and makes them into songs. And so if you want to watch anything, just Google It's Corn Kid TikTok Song Extended, and uh, you will listen to this little child talk about how, oh, oh, gosh, how much. <laughs> I was going to try and play it, um, but oh, God. Um, but he sings about corn, and it is my favorite thing in the world. So um, it's Corn Kid Song on um Spotify and TikTok, and it's wonderful. I will take your word for it. Um, Can I just make a general announcement, by the way? If you are a friend of mine who listens to this podcast, stop sending me videos on TikTok, Instagram, (laughs) Twitter. I I have enough to watch in my life. I can't watch everything that you watch. Thank you. Um, So, honestly, JB has just left. I don't know where the fuck he's out in in the other room having a conversation with someone. But um, I want to talk about sexting. Because Do I do it too much? I'm sorry, Adam. Yes, I'm tired of your filthy, filthy texts. No, um, because this was uh, last week, actually, two Mm. weeks ago, was a bad week for Adam Levine, Mm. lead singer Mm -hmm. of Maroon Mm -hmm. 5, one of the hottest men on the planet. Adam Levine was exposed as... Literally. (laughs) I I wish. (laughs) As having sent a series of sexts to, at first it looked like one woman, now it appears to be multiple women. Um, you know, texting them on social media privately, sending like sexual texts. One of these women, a 23-year-old Instagram model named Sumner Stroh, she claimed she actually had an affair with Levine and didn't know that he was married, which is insane because, it you know, you can Google people who are famous and find out immediately if they're married. Um, he's married to a beautiful uh, Victoria's Secret model whose name is Mahati. Um, and they're actually about to welcome their third child. And one of the texts that he, whether or not he he denies having the affair, but he does admit to sending inappropriate texts. And one of the texts he sent to Sumner Stroh so was good. that his wife was pregnant with his third baby, and he's considering naming the baby Sumner. And he wanted to know <gasps> how she felt about that. No, can you imagine how furious that wife is going to be? Oh my god! I hope she's Latin, so she slaps him with her chancla. <laughs> Like a little telenovela. A chancla is a sandal, by the way. For those of you that don't know or are new to the Adam's Egg Show, a chancla is a sandal. Short for chancleta. Mm-hmm. 
the thing that uh, one of Steve's dogs likes to chew up. <laughs> or dog. my mother likes to throw at me when I was a child. <laughs> yeah, I hear that. I hear that's like a Latin thing. It's a very Latin thing. Your mom beats you with a chancla. Every Latin child or any Latin person that is listening to this show, you all know what la chancla is. Please DM us your stories, leave a rating and review, and let us know about la chancla in Thank your you. life. Um, her name is Bahati Prince Lou, so I don't think she's Latin. Oh. But anyway, um, uh, JB, is everything okay? You just ran out of here like a house on fire. What was that phone that was ringing? Is that like the bat phone? No, that's our office phone that doesn't get used unless uh, Derek's doing bookings and whatnot. But you know I don't have a phone, so that was Romanian towards call me on the... Uh, Did you oh. tell her that we're on the air right now? Well, you know... Romaine. Ass open to the wind. checks her messages <laughs> all the time yeah. and whatnot. Thanks a lot, Romaine. <laughs> Mama Romaine. Christ. We should call her right they now. They get so angry when I call during their show <laughs> when I'm not trying to get on the air. Anyway, um, so BuzzFeed had a take on this story. Uh, a woman named Estelle Yang wrote this article on BuzzFeed where she basically says that in addition to the whole cheating thing, Adam Levine's sexts are amazingly bad. So one of the texts he allegedly sent someone said, I may need to see the booty. Fuck. That's F-U-C-K-K-K-K-K-K-K-K-K-K. <laughs> she claims that this is a terrible text. She says, are these sentences supposed to be sexy? Did you accidentally flirt with a 17-year-old boy? An AI robot who has been fed pornographic scripts? <laughs> um, one of the other texts he allegedly sent to a woman said, Watching your ass jiggle on that table will par will permanently scar me. I'd do anything for it. I'd buy it a steak dinner and whisper sweet nothings into it. Medium rare. She says, yeah. she says uh, the mixed metaphors, the insinuation of violence. What are you doing? If I were to be sexted like this, I would have a lot of questions. Why would the sight of my butt permanently scar anyone? <laughs> Is it bad to look at? And why would I want someone to buy my ass a steak dinner? It does not have a mouth. It cannot eat. Furthermore, if someone were to whisper sweet nothings into my ass, I would not hear them. My ears are up here. That is a straight woman with no imagination. She needs to open up her ass and listen. I think she's being unnecessarily harsh. I don't think these are such bad sexts. And it made me think about my own sexts. Now, coincidentally, I have sexted Eddie Danger, who's coming on the show later today, <laughs> and my sex was not met with uh, his approval or delight, and it was a major backfire. But but when I think about like uh, uh, when I think about sex, I mean, to me, it's just like I want to suck your dick. Like that's my, a sex for me. Well, that's boring. Well, what's a good sext? Hey. I want to get JB's opinion. Okay. You up? You that's guys, fine. yeah. Like, this sounds terrible. for This woman just has no imagination, no anything. I feel bad mm -hmm. for Adam Levine. Wait, is that? Uh, yeah. That's the, that's the guy who's sending these sects. Okay, I'm trying. That's not the He's Maroon beautiful. 5 guy, right? Yes. He's the, the, the lead Maroon singer of Maroon guy? 5. Okay. That he was on The Voice. Okay. So here's, I also think that sex with him would also be boring. He looks like a boring sex guy. <gasps> How dare you? <laughs> Hi. But she she has no no wild imagination, no naughty bits, and it's like says, "Have you never had a sneaky link?" Because this is so you think like. the sexts are okay? I okay for straight people, sure. Let's <laughs> let's call it what it is. It's okay. Yeah, 
Because, you know, when we sex as gay men, it's real raunchy and real dirty. And it's like, oh, spread those booty hole cheeks for me. I'm like, yes, daddy, let me spread them open and turn into a rose blossom. Like, shit like that. That's what I mean. <laughs> they'll, they'll never be as extreme as our sexting. And these are, the, that is okay. Bottom. Yeah. <laughs> Steve, what's a good sext and a bad sext? A bad sext is, come have a drink with me and touch my butt. That's one that I've received. <laughs> Wait, what? Show me how much you Just want it. Just touch it? Like, you, yeah. You palm like, it? You like my ass that much, Poppy? Does he think you're a top? I am a top. <laughs> the way I said it, too. I'm Bottom. a top. Um, <laughs> you're not a top. My hole felt good, didn't it? Devil, devil, devil. That, I don't know. My favorite, though, is I like a very simple text and then no words. It goes something like this. <clears throat> hey. Hey. You up? <laughs> yeah now sure that's it <laughs> and then that's what happens <laughs> yeah i mean i don't i don't need you to write like a book to me but i am very verbal yeah so if we get into a sexed conversation and you're a good writer like I'm into it. No, not the you up text. Steve, I never thought you was the you up bitch. I like <laughs> Like, I, I never make it the, the look like I'm a you up bitch, but I'm not. Like, you have to wild me and say, but man. To be fair, there is only one person that has ever texted me that, and it's like literally the conversation that we've ever had. Um, this is a person that Adam and I both know. Uh, I will let you know who he is later. Um, but it's always, hey, uh, no. My, my oh my favorite texts are my favorite sexts are very short and to the point like let's fuck now like that's those. fine you don't have to want unlike jb i do not need to be wined and dined if i'm into you if i find you hot i would rather you just get right to the point and uh oh d no <laughs> no steve but um <laughs> sorry there's a show happening uh behind that's the sorry. scenes here D don't jb don't even comment anyway i think that estelle yang is being first of all i think if adam levine sent estelle yang a picture of a piece of shit she would still have sex with him so like who are we kidding adam levine is a beautiful sexy famous rock star and he can get whoever he wants however i don't understand what he was thinking don't ever put anything in print when you're cheating like, of course yeah. these women are going to oh, come right. forward He's and expose He's also married. Him. I totally yes, forgot. expecting his third child. JB, here's what you missed when you ran out of the room <laughs> to talk to Romaine. He texted this bitch and said to her he wanted to name his child that his wife is pregnant with after her. Bloop. <laughs> okay, so all the stories, because we've done stories about Emily before about him being a client and whatnot. No, but, not okay, on so my not, show. Not this show. It's another show I'm thinking about. I'm sorry. Um, here's my problem with him and that. It's like, sis, what are you doing? You have this beautiful wife who supports you in everything you do and takes care of the kids. And you is out here. But when men cheat, losing. it's never because they, their partner isn't hot enough. Like we know oh, this. Yeah. Men cheat because, for a lot of reasons, because they're insecure, because they're sex addicts, because they, uh, you know, are trying to fill some void in themselves. It, it has nothing to do with who you have at home. Have we ever thought that maybe they're in an open relationship? It is possible. Maybe she's in, they're into cuckolding? Or but cuckolding that wasn't... Or he came forward and basically apologized and said he had been inappropriate, but also denied ever having an affair. Um, so who knows? But I, I love Adam Levine. I don't know why JB has such a problem with him. Oh, wait, that's my point. Like, she was supportive in all his dreams. Like, what reason do you have to go out for cheating? 
Well, again, he was a world famous rock star before they ever met. But anyway, in other news, <laughs> um, this is going to bum everybody out. But doctors are saying they haven't seen this many cases of syphilis in over seventy years. <laughs> Sexually transmitted diseases exploded in 2021, with syphilis rates reaching levels not seen in decades. This is according to the uh, Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. <clears throat> syphilis, a disease I have never gotten, not good, is a bacterial disease that shows up as genital sores and can lead to other diseases oh. and even death. It showed a huge increase last year, the highest level since 1948. Just three years after World War II, when you had all those soldiers overseas having sex with whores and each other. Um, this is really disturbing. HIV cases rose 16% oh, from 2020 to 2021 after years of decline. Uh, this article says syphilis bottomed out Bottom. in the late 1990s. Um, and the CDC had actually thought at that time they could fully eradicate it. But then it started uh, rising again a few years later, and by 2021, more than 52,000 cases were reported. Uh, officials believe the COVID pandemic is mostly at fault. Testing and treatment took a back seat during the worst days of the crisis in 2020. Um, and, uh, and then when the vaccines came out, people went crazy, and they were just fucking their brains out. I would say that's true. Uh, uh. Monkeypox, which exploded uh, this past year, also comp is complicating efforts efforts and eating up health funding from the government that would normally go to these other STDs. So listen, y'all, you don't want to fuck around with syphilis. Syphilis can lead to things like blindness, mental illness. I mean, it can really do a number on your on your mind and body. So please, like anytime you go to see a doctor for a regular checkup, and you're sexually active with more than, you know, outside of a monogamous relationship, uh, get yourself tested for syphilis. Insist on it because a lot of doctors won't do it automatically. Um, ask to be – ask for a full battery of STD tests just like I do every six months. Steve, you say what? As the spokesperson for Descobie for Prep. For syphilis. <laughs> for syphilis. I, you know, I do have to get tested every three months, and I do have to say it's kind of nice. I was trying to think, have I? I, but I haven't because I didn't realize it was sore, so I've never had it. I've had had shots and antibiotics and that kind there of stuff. There are different but... forms of syphilis you can get without having the sores. Oh, I've man. had syphilis True. without oh. the sores. Okay. And it's funny because how I got it, I don't really know how I got it because I wasn't sleeping around at the time. I had a boyfriend. Toilet seat, dirty toilet seat. Yeah, and that, and that's why I told that's what I was telling people dirty toilet seat because I was living in a nasty ass shelter at the time, so oh. it it didn't make sense. By the way, it's fully yeah. treatable. Oh yeah, yeah. So is that you the have shot? to get tr tested. Yeah, yeah, you get like a painful shot. I've heard. Um, by the way, breaking news. This is just in from Gail. Gail is Gail. a week behind, two weeks behind actually well. this episode. So she was listening to the one with. Um, uh, Irene Bremis, mm -hmm. and this is what she just. Oh, and apparently, I was talking about how we have commercials now. Yeah. So Gail heard a Coke a Coke commercial prior to that episode, and she just wrote back, "I love Coca Cola. Thank God for whoever invented it. I'm listening to the show, and I have to say, fuck you, Debbie Lovato, not Demi, Debbie. <laughs> and you're pretentious ass. Get a real job and shut up. Hostile? Nope. Sick of sick of term of the month bullshit." Just tell me your name and leave it as leave it at that. 
And I agree with your guest. You have a killer ass. Show it off frequently. Have a great day. Aww. Speaking of Gail, we did not do. We movie. just did it when you were out of the room. <laughs> <laughs> I missed a lot. You missed out. Anyway, I love getting emails from Gail uh, as well as phone calls. So thank you. Um, I have two very sad deaths to report, both mm. of which uh, are among young drag queens. First, uh, Cherry Valentine has died. She uh, is well known from Drag Race UK. She was only 28 years old, better known as George. Uh, actually, her non-drag name was George Ward. In a statement, Ward's family said, it is with the most heart-wrenching and deepest sadness to inform you that our George, Cherry Valentine, has tragically passed away. They did not give any cause of death. Um, meanwhile, a 25-year-old drag performer from Philadelphia died mid-performance. This is such a terrible story. Imagine you're at a gay bar watching a drag show, yeah. and the drag queen collapses and dies. This was a trans woman named Valencia Prime who was performing at Taboo Lounge and Sports Bar in the heart of uh, Philadelphia's neighborhood. Um, again, there was no uh, cause of death given. The owner of the bar said in a statement, Today we mourn the loss of a very bright and rising star in the performance community and a person who was always full of love and positivity. Um, tributes from other performers poured in after the news spread. Valencia Prime as I said, was a trans woman who dubbed herself Philadelphia's plus-size dancing diva. You know, 25 and 28 is fucking too young for anyone to die. Yeah, I would agree. It's a, you know, it can be a tough life for drag performers. They, as we know from talking to some of them on this show, uh, very often their substance abuse, uh, it's a tough lifestyle. You're up yep. late every single night of the week, dancing your ass off on stage, um, not necessarily living the healthiest lifestyle. I, I don't know what kind of lifestyle these two queens were living, but it, they may have contributed to their early deaths. And uh, it's just very, very sad. So my heart goes out to anyone who knew and loved them. Meanwhile, Tyra Sanchez, the most infamous RuPaul's Drag Race winner of all time, has created an OnlyFans page. What? But it seems to be not for sex or porn but for drag no in a public facebook post sanchez whose real name is james william ross the fourth wrote um my name is james her name is king tyra <laughs> tyra's drag is available exclusively only on OnlyFans. make sure to subscribe you don't want to miss the return of the king okay uh when this article came out there was only one post so far on the page it was an illustration of Sanchez's drag persona, and it said, here for nudes, laughing my ass off. You know better than that. The king is coming back, and it ain't no time for that. This probably the best dick pic you'll ever get. Next update in a little bit. Uh, Sanchez, uh, as you know, has had some serious difficulties. Shortly after winning Drag Race in 2009, she kind of disappeared um, then in 2015, after a drag race fan called her annoying, uh, Sanchez tweeted, go kill yourself. She then refused to apologize and said that suicide victims were cowards who give up. Ooh. In 2017, she deliberately started a hoax that season two and all-stars three competitor Morgan Michaels had died. In 2017, she leaked 
fellow drag race performer Tatiana's phone number on Instagram. In 2018, she ominously warned people not to attend RuPaul's Drag Con in Los Angeles, saying, don't say I didn't warn you. And her personal website had a ticking time clock uh, counting down to a certain time during Drag Con and reading, boom. Um, so she's, you know, kind of been through it. She sounds, as the experts say, troubled. Troubled. She sounds troubled. She eventually apologized for all of this behavior and blamed her actions on unexpected stress of fame and negative reaction to the drag race fandom's toxicity, which is real, as Ryan has talked about many times on this show. The fan, that fan base is pretty ugly. Um, in 2020, Tyra Sanchez deactivated all of the all of his his accounts, retired his name, and said he planned to leave drag. In in uh, then in later in 2020, he leaked. Drag Race alum Raven's phone number on Instagram. Uh, anyway, it's not clear what the hell is up with this OnlyFans page. If it's just an OnlyFans page showing drag, I don't know. I'm sure Tyra will get a handful of subscribers, but really, who's going to pay to see drag? <laughs> People do. It's kind of like Boy Radio. Remember, he started that his OnlyFans, but I mean, I guess he does whip he out his sexual stuff too. And Boy Radio is gorgeous in a in a Batman costume. Yeah, I had dreams about that man climbing that tall, tall, delicious drink of water. Can I tell you something, JB? Mm -hmm. When I was in Fire Island at the Spartacus party, I was in my room with uh, Patrick and Patrick's friend Mitch, and Mitch and Boy Radio know each other, Ooh. and Boy Radio knew that we were staying in that room, and all of a sudden, he walked into the room, but naked. <sighs> that big, was it beautiful? It's a beautiful penis. I'm so jealous. His whole body is beautiful. <sighs> I mean, he looks like a, a, a black statue. Yes, he like does. carved out of he really marble. Yes. And what I love about him is that he is so nice. That is Sweetheart. my favorite part about sweet, him. Sweet, sweet boy. Hey, put in a good word for me. I will. Thank you. None of us somebody. did anything with the dick, by the way. But he just stood there. To, Tell I mean, him I would. It's a nudist <laughs> resort, so everyone's kind of naked. But he just stood there in our room with that big dick hanging out, talking <sighs> to us. And we were all kind of like, hey, hi. <laughs> my eyes are up here. <laughs> <laughs> he, he's got to know he looks delicious. He so he's a... Beautiful man. Well, speaking of OnlyFans and big dicks, Tommy Lee has launched an OnlyFans page. Speaking of. <laughs> uh, How old is he now? Not that you can't be beautiful at any age. Thank you. How dare you? I mean, at 58, you look great. He's 59. <laughs> uh, this all started when he posted a picture of his dick on Instagram, which stayed up for several hours before it was removed by the app. Um, then he went on stage in San Antonio, Texas, and attributed the dick pic to being on a motherfucking bender, his words. He, he announced from the stage, a couple of weeks ago, we had like a two-week break off the tour, and I went on a motherfucking bender, bro. I got fucking sideways as fuck and got naked and posted pictures of my dick. <laughs> and then uh, addressing a crowd in Vegas recently he, he asked them should we play a little game of i'll show you mine and you show me yours well i already won i showed you my shit and they took it down off the internet he then revealed his ass to the crowd with the words only fans scrawled across his butt ass <laughs> open to the wind after the show Take it in. here i am <laughs> he posted a photo of his ass to twitter saying come join me over there for fun that instagram won't let us have here he wrote, yo, I'm Tommy Lee. Join <laughs> I don't know why I'm doing it's like this. like Sylvester Stallone. Join me over at OnlyFans because I, want the f I went the fuck over there. He's so articulate. Uh, meanwhile, <laughs> people who have been on the OnlyFans site say he's not really 
doing too much. It it's cost thirty nine ninety five a month, and he's not fucking anyone. He's just kind of showing you like some basic pictures of his dick. And honestly, if you really want to see Tommy Lee, the video of him and Pam is still out there. <laughs> it's free. You can download it just about anywhere or view it just about anywhere. And I mean, it's good. Like you get to see Pam sucking it. You see him <laughs> fucking her. We have a clip of it on the board, don't we? Yes, we do. we do. Pam, she's such an actress. No, that's not it. That's not the real clip. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, listen, I love Tommy Lee's dick, uh, but I'm not paying $40 a month for it when I can see it for free. Thank you. Coupon queen. <laughs> Who, me? Yes. Thank you. <laughs> Meanwhile, um, JB, I'm just going to tell you to, uh, you should probably try getting our guest on Zoom. I've emailed him oh. the link. And I haven't heard back. All right. I will send him a text. Um, here, I'm going to let you read this oh, story about story. Grandma in the meantime. Grandma. grandma got run over by a reindeer. No, so, that's not it. No, oh, shit. Here it is. Gay-hating grandma political candidate releases cringy rap. So, there we go. Um, so, her name is Linda Paulson. She is a Salt Lake City grandmother who just announced that she'll be on the ballot. Oh, for Utah State Senate. Yes, I have seen this. Poor lady. The video was actually posted on Paulson's YouTube channel earlier this month, but didn't get much attention until local media in Utah noticed it over the weekend. And if you have TikTok, it is definitely floating around there. It's wonderful. So move over, Lauren Bobart. Colorado might send another LGBTQ-hating QAnon nutjob to Congress. And she raps. We have, we have a clip. Oh, let's do the clip. Are we ready? We just want to warn people, this is the worst thing you've ever heard in your life. District 12, listen up right here. There's a new <laughs> name on the ballot for the Senate this year. My name is Linda Paulson, Republican and awesome. Love God and family and the Constitution. I tried to get another conservative to run. Nobody could do it, so I'm getting it done. I'm pro-religious freedom, pro-life, <laughs> pro-police. The right to bear arms and the right to free speech. I want less government. Control and regulation want to stop and expose all political corruption. Where's integrity, morality, accountability? Government programs should lead to self sufficiency and support traditional family. <laughs> now, JB, you wanted to hear this and react to it in real time. So uh, give us your review of Linda Paulson's rapping skills. Ladies and gentlemen, I haven't done this in so long because we haven't had a case in so long. So here it is. This is Falkery. Fuckery, fuckery, fuckery. <laughs> now it's very highbrow fuckery. Yeah, because here, here's my problem. Like, for someone, all white people, all white people with these thugged out beats and these weak ass rhymes. Like, you have this banging beat, and you giving me some weak bars. See ya. To me, so it's not even that the rhymes are so bad, although they are. Her delivery it makes my ears bleed. Yeah, that's that's also my We're next Republican of Utah, and I believe in family Because she sounds like grandma <laughs> trying to give me a cookie. I'm like, sis, your beat's too hard for this. Either cut it, <laughs> cut the beat, and then do it raw, or Shut don't up, do this. Cunt. Thank you. Yes. Well, it has not been received well on the internet. One person tweeted. I sold my Diplo tickets. I'm going to see Linda Paulson instead. 
Uh, by the way, at the end of that video, she says, and just to clarify, as a female adult, I know what a woman is. No. So she's, as a female adult, I know what a woman is. <laughs> Very good, Steve. A plus, Steve. Good <laughs> job. Thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> Utah's general election will take place on November 9th. Paulson is running against incumbent state senator Karen Maine, whose campaign has received nearly $50,000 in donations. Maine was first elected in 2009 and has been the Senate minority leader since 2019. So please, if you are in uh, whatever district this is in Utah, please, please, Salt Lake City, please show up. And I think Salt Lake City always goes Democrat anyway. But please show up and vote for Karen Maine and not for this stupid bitch, <laughs> Linda Paulson. And may she never rap again. Thank you. Meanwhile, to all the female rappers, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry because this this had to be disrespectful. Like this, it's disrespectful to everyone. Yeah, dancers, Lil Kim, if you're listening, <laughs> pretty much Foxy, if you listen, it. I'm sorry. <laughs> JB, any progress? Um, I texted I him two different ways and checked the Zoom meeting. We are still alone. All right, I haven't had a response. Well, maybe this Should last I? story I can talk about for the next 25 minutes. <laughs> uh, actually, I have two more stories to go, so we'll stretch if we have to. But this one is about one of my favorite men on earth, John Hamm, oh. and like his Hamaconda. So John Hamm was on the Howard Stern show last week or the week before last, and I, you guys know, I'm a massive Howard Stern fan. Mm -hmm. I listen to him every day that he's live, and I try to pattern this show after his. Um, and normally, he's only too happy to ask a guest about their genitalia. He was strangely very uh, withholding about questions regarding John Hamm's enormous dick, uh, which was very disappointing <laughs> to me. But the one question he did ask was about a rumor, a longstanding rumor that the pr producers or director of Mad Men um, basically asked Hamm to start wearing underwear on the set because his giant cock was becoming too visible uh, on set and it was distracting. And so they wanted him to wear underwear to basically keep his big cock uh, harnessed. And uh, Howard asked him about that. And John Hamm said, I have worn underwear every single day of my life. Who doesn't wear underwear? Well, cough, cough. We know a lot of people who we don't, do wear don't wear underwear, including sometimes me. Me too. He went on to say, I Me love too. a comfy boxer brief. I like a breathable cotton. Um, speaking more generally about pretty privilege, in other words, the fact that he's so good looking, mm -hmm. as it relates to acting, Ham said, growing up was more about kind of fitting in and achieving and hopefully being good at whatever it was that was in front of me, whether it was school or sports. Being good looking or what have you is obviously so subjective to some – so it's that – <laughs> I'm all flustered. It's obviously That's so subjective talk. too. Somebody's great looking guy is an, another person doesn't give a second look at. So I never really had a sense of that. I'm sorry. I call bullshit. <laughs> I call bullshit. When you're stunningly beautiful like John Hamm with a giant cock, you know. Of course you do. You know do. how good looking you yeah. are. I'm not saying he doesn't deserve his career. He's a great actor. Mad Men is one of the greatest shows of all time. If you've never seen yep. it, I strongly encourage you to watch it. Yeah. JB, did you say he's here? You no, know what I like to nothing? say about John Hamm? Tell me. My name is John Hamm, and I have a big penis, and I'd like you to know that I want you to suck it. I fucking hate you. Please <laughs> stop doing go that away. voice now. <laughs> <laughs> go away. It was really good, but go away. Thank you. All right. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> it 
Oh my god. What are, today on the air? We need a better cat sound than that. <laughs> I can make one for you. Do you want me to record? About, let me phrase that. Do you want me to slot box my cat and record a please, slot box? Please, please like, put that phone right up to your cat's mouth. <laughs> yes. And then we can play it for Steve's dog, who's currently in Menzies. <laughs> oh, my poor little Nella. All right, so uh, no sign of our guest yet. Uh, we're desperately trying to get a hold of him. But in the meantime, <clears throat> I'm going to tell you about the secret gay couple who died in the Titanic disaster. You're here, there's nothing I fear. And I know that my homosexual heart will go on. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Not only do I rap, I also Steve, sing. that was fantastic. <laughs> we didn't even plan that. Yeah. Well, we all know what happened after Jack drew lo- <laughs> after Jack drew Rose like one of his French girls. But it turns out there may have been a real-life couple on board the Titanic whose story is even more intriguing than theirs. While it's not 100% confirmed, all signs point to the likelihood that prominent military veterans Archibald Butt <laughs> spelled B-U-T-T, and Francis Davis Millet, who both died when the Titanic sank in 1912, were more than just friends. JB, I believe we have some Titanic sound effects here. The maybe-probably-gay couple has been a source of fascination for years. One historian wrote that the enduring partnership of Butt and Millet was an early case of Don't Ask, Don't Tell. Many have asserted that they were involved in a romantic relationship. Now the Washington Post is filling in more details about the men's lives. Um, Millet was estranged from his wife, and love letters show that he had a previous relationship with writer Charles Warren Stoddard, but but never married. And the two men shared a mansion in Washington, D.C., where they regularly threw parties. Hmm. President Taft, who happened to be Butt's boss, was a frequent (laughs) guest. Millet and Butt were... (laughs) Ass open to the wind. They were booked in separate rooms on the Titanic, but given that they'd have to keep their love a secret to maintain their status, it's hardly surprising. Uh, It wasn't like Atlantis Cruise, Steve. They couldn't room together. No. The Post notes that the men were vacationing together in Europe before boarding the ship. Millet served as a medical assistant in the Civil War before studying art at Harvard, which sounds pretty gay to me. He traveled the world as a reporter. He painted murals in Belgium. He also served as the vice chair of the U.S. Commission on Fine Arts, uh, but worked as a reporter, but joined the military at age 34. President Theodore Roosevelt called him back to Washington in 1908 to serve as an advisor. Taft kept him on when he assumed office. Um, Taft was devastated at the loss of butt, taking it as if his son had died. After the tragedy, plans were formed to honor the men with a White House fountain. So you can go to Washington and see a fountain dedicated to Butt and Millet. I always wanted to see a Butt fountain. Yes, it's located (laughs) near the E Street entrance on the southwest side of the White House. I feel so sorry for this man. He must have been the butt of everyone's joke. Hey, now. (laughs) Hey. All right. Um, JB, this is going to be our last attempt to contact Eddie Danger. I'm just going to hand you... Sure. His phone number, and we can try calling him. I'm really pissed, I gotta I'm say. Sorry. This hasn't happened to us in a while. Oh, no. It really hasn't. We should get Lane to be the interviewee for today. Should we get Lane on the phone if, if uh, this guy doesn't Does do he want to be? I don't know. We can just ask. We can I, just call I him. I feel him like Lane is rather reticent. <laughs> He's, what Does is he it? enjoy talking? <laughs> <laughs> Not, oh, look. He literally just texted me. I lo- oh, the thing. 
Let me, I'll ask him. Uh, hold on. But we can keep talking. What else do we have to talk about today? What, so tell me, we can go back to the hoods. <laughs> tell me your two fa- weeks ago. What is your favorite part about the hoods? <sighs> well, I'm, I mean, it was, oh, it looks like JB's got him. Like, it was very beautiful. The setting was beautiful. The, the campground itself is lovely. Um, the air was cool, but the sun was bright, so it felt really good to be outside. There's a lovely pool area. Um, yeah, yeah, just being there with you and being in the camper. It was a fucking badass camper. By the way, my mother says it should be called an RV, but that's different, right? No, RV, I always thought drove itself, um, but this is called a travel trailer. Because it gets towed. Yeah, it gets towed. Um, oh, it looks like we might be having someone on the guest, but it gets towed. Yes, it's travel trailer, it gets towed. Um, so yeah. Um, what else? Oh, for those of you that also don't know, because my, my puppy was about to go through her, her changes. She was very hungry. And, uh, Oh, that's why she, that's why she ate yeah. every fucking thing in the camper, including <laughs> an entire box of chocolate chip cookies, <laughs> chocolate pumpkin chip cookies. So it was, uh, it was pretty funny. JB, what's so, happening? Are we getting him on the phone or zoom? We're good. Yeah. Uh, on zoom. We're on the phone. He's on the phone. All right. Just make sure the levels are good. Yes. Eddie, say something. Hello. 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 Hi. All right. Okay. Now let's do it. Hello. Lovely to hear you. Let's do the formal intro now. Our guest today, make sure you have the uh, soundbite ready, JB. Our guest today <laughs> is a returning champion to the ass. He's a go-go dancer, a musician, a poet, an adult video star, and now a reality TV star. After appearing in Go Go for the Gold and Camp Wanakiki, which returns for season four this month on Out TV, here's a taste of the show from when he was first introduced. Hello, Betty. Hello, Cherry. Hello, Miss Ruthie. Hi, Hi, Ranger Ranger Danger. Danger. Oh, anyway, you left this purse over at the campsite, and I figured you'd need it. Thanks, Ranger Danger. got it. Oh, campers, meet Ranger Danger. He'll be helping us out around camp for the next week while he's on furlough from the Frisky Pines Forest Preserve. Hello, campers. (laughs) Hello, Ranger Danger. And hello, Ranger Danger. Please give a warm-ass welcome to the sexy Eddie Danger, ladies and gentlemen. Hello there, campers. How you doing? <laughs> Eddie, did yes, you yes, did yes, you get confused you. by the time change? Yeah, I did actually because I, I had I had done the math before and I was all prepared for this. I was like, oh, I got this interview. Got to make sure I got it on time. And then I got I got the email saying that it was you know on this sending me the link. And I said that's a little bit early. Never mind. So I'm glad that I'm on right now and on time. Yes. Everything's kind of. <laughs> Uh, you know, we're on set right now, carrying on, having a good time. So I'm glad that I'm prepared to relax and speak to you. It's been a long time, Adam. It How has. I'm good. Better late than never. It's wonderful to hear your ah. voice. You are, you're on set for Camp Wanakiki right now? Mm, yes. Yes, sir. <laughs> you're in Wisconsin, right? Uh, yes, I am. Yeah, it's, it's, it's nice and chilly up here. I you bet. Know? I thought I was going to be, <laughs> I thought it was going to be, uh, uh, you know, uh, just uh, enjoying the autumn weather, watching the leaves change a little bit, but I didn't realize the wind was going to smack me in the face every time I turned my head. <laughs> and you're probably wearing almost nothing. It, yeah, I mean, it's, it's it's my uniform. It's the uh, uh, Ranger protocol that we all wear the <laughs> uniform, <laughs> you know. Now, it the- toughens you up. Actually, it's a great work. It's a great ab workout to shiver. That's what I found. Now, for so, those of you okay. listeners who have not seen Camp Wanakiki, tell us a little bit about the show and what your role on it is. What are your duties on the show? 
Oh, duties. There's, there's, they're all over the campsite. We have a special team cleaning up those duties, but I am a park ranger. <laughs> <laughs> the farting noise over me saying, I am the park ranger. Very appropriate. Um, <laughs> um, Camp Wanakiki is a competition reality show. <laughs> You're so easily <laughs> amused. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's just it's just because I've been like you know we're, filming is very serious. I mean, there's there's also a lighthearted nature, but things are pretty regimented, and so it's it's nice to just um, hear um, uh, errant farts noises all throughout my conversation. <laughs> <laughs> but, right, sorry um, to interrupt yeah, you. Tell us about the show. No, no, I got it. Camp Wanakiki is a um, is a competition reality show uh, run by um, uh, the Sugar Baker Twins, who are um, they run the Hamburger Marys um, uh, yeah, yeah. across the mm-hmm. country. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and so they've got a huge pool of contestants that they're always picking from. It's super inclusive, and it's interesting to see like what people can bring to the um, to the competition. That is uh, outside of the box of what we see in the same tired format that we've been watching for almost twenty years now. You know, so it, I, I can't I, imagine I which show you're referring to. <laughs> yeah, it's the same over and over again for a lot of these shows, and I'm really enjoying the fact that at least when you're when you're uh, witnessing the performers, they're doing something that you're not going to see anywhere else, or, or else you have to know where to go to find that sort of act. So this displays all of these incredibly creative people, and um, yeah, it's great. It's like a sleepaway camp. They, uh, the filming is like everybody's together. It's a real bonding experience. So as opposed to being isolated and separated like you see in some other shows, um, it's all good for them to bond. Like, people leave here and they're like family afterward. The entire season that's, uh, that's airing right now, that whole cast, they put together their own tours. Like, it's such a self-starter from start to finish. Even carrying the, the careers forward, they're creating a path for their specific art form and including everybody that has been in the lineage. There are like 50 campers that have been doing this camp on a kiki thing so there's a whole big family that's uh that's that's uh it's an underground network of campy can-do people and they are uh they're they're supporting one another which now, is nice to see especially after uh, during and after quarantine as a ranger on the show you're sort of like the pit crew uh is on rupaul's drag race i'm yeah. wo- i'm wondering uh if the drag queens when you're off camera are always hitting on you much as i would be <laughs> to, to be completely frank, it's it's much different than that. Um, I am I am a weird character as like as I exist in the universe. You know, if you saw me on GoGo for the Gold, there's a lot of um, strange outside of the box things that I'm doing. Of course, it's not in your face. I'm very comfortable being like a comedic little piece that walks in and walks out. And if you remember on Hey Queen, my spots were like. I'd say 30 seconds of, of humping a drag queen. Mm-hmm. And I, I was able to hone my ability in making those 30 seconds memorable. So I'm certainly making up for that. And, and I'm a professional now at, at carrying on with drag queens. <laughs> but yeah, as a park ranger, um, uh, they gave me lines, though. And that's something that no other, uh, contest, no other uh, pit crew guy has. You know, It's like one of those things where I'm a consistent character across the show. And it only keeps developing. Out TV just picked it up. And Out TV also distributed... Go go for the gold and Hey Queen. So I've I already have this relationship with um, their network. So of course things I understand what we're going for. You know what I mean? They've got the porn stuff covered. This is a little light. You know, this is a little light and 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 really unique. You know what they have me doing, but it's just fun and it's kooky and I fit in really well with the other campers. But um, again, off uh, camera, yeah. are you being hit on all the time, or are people <laughs> generally respectful of your personal space? 
The thing is, we're artists, and I am also. You know, I mean, you've seen my work on Go Go for the Gold. You've seen it on Hey Queen, and this is a thing where they understand that I'm not there to make OnlyFans content. Totally. So yes, uh, of course, everybody is super friendly. Like you're not getting any weird tension here. As as and you know, I've, I've, this is the second time I've done this, and it's like it, it, people are just so appropriate. And even then, like you say, like when I'm included. There's, it's tongue-in-cheek, obviously. Like, it, nothing is crazy sexual. It's sexual enough to be funny. Right. And, like, and, and we, don't, we don't push it to the, to the level of eye roll. I don't but you are a sexual so, being. I mean, you do have sex with people. So I would just think, like, I don't know, if I were on a show with you and we got to know each other, I would totally make a play for you at some point. Not, not when you have people staring at you. Um, they, that has never stopped me. On, well, no, I mean they're they're on camera. They're on camera all the time, and they also have like their hosts that are judge that are like right. judging them. And also, we all have to coexist for for um, the entire duration of filming. People don't leave camp when they come here. Steve, they hang out and they help out immediately. You would, yeah. for inappropriate behavior. Yeah. yeah well, I mean, two exactly. seconds. I don't think we've we've. I don't think we've had to broach that topic, but I think just generally people seem to like, they're, they're here to display their art and that's it. And my, my portion of it is fun and wacky, but I'm, I'm in the mix with them. Like we hang out all the time. <clears throat> it's, it's a really good, good time. Nothing gets too weird. You know, uh, you play that stuff up, but really I'm there to be a drag puppy. Essentially. I sure. like helping people out. I've been working with drag queens forever and then I can bring my own stuff like the aerial acrobatics and the contortion and all that bullshit that I do in my own stripping career and bring that into a realm that is like fun, entertaining, sexy, but not like, not not like something that you can't show your kids to. Because I found like even in Hey Queen, I got a bunch of 13 year old followers and this is my job was to hump people, you know, like hump <laughs> drag queens. And you have like these children that are, that are watching you do this. And I start to think, oh, maybe I should tone down the overt sexuality. So maybe I should maybe do something else. And this is great because it's a nice compromise there. Well, you know, we can work this, with people, but also... On this show, we like yeah. to play up the sexuality. And uh, I saw on your link tree that you are now selling a replica penis toy. <laughs> so my question yeah. is, how, clo well, how closely does the toy match your actual penis? And have you tried fucking yourself with it yet? Okay. Uh, well, uh, the, the beginning of this of the my relationship with anatomical <laughs> replicas is uh, anatomically correct replicas is I Riot Toys in San Francisco at the time created a um, a molded replica penis of mine that was perfect, spot on. All the glands were where they belong. All the veins were where they belong. The guy went off of these this photo series that I did that I call Art Deco, very dramatic lighting, <laughs> all my penis, Art Deco, baby, Art Deco, it's this giant towering obelisk, you better recognize those veins, right, mm -hmm. so um, he, he sculpted it after that, and then they took that, and then they, they turned that into a dildo, and I sold a ton of those, but unfortunately, I was taking them around to gigs and giving them away as like contests, um, <laughs> uh, like prizes or whatever, like, here, take home Eddie Danger's dick. But unfortunately, uh, he, he stopped his production, and I had given all of them away, and I've been trying to find another copy of my penis, but I, and I've actually hit people up like that are friends of mine. Hey, you know that dildo that I gave you a little while ago? Do you think I can have it back? It's my dick, technically, but like, you know, I know you might have used it, but can I have one just to, you know? But I have tested it out on myself. Um, yes, but I ended up selling that one. <laughs> how did it, how did it feel to fuck yourself? Uh, it... it 
Honestly, I I think the majority of the things that make Eddie danger Eddie danger is more in the intimacy and not so much in the feeling. But then again, I'm not really too much of an expert bottom, so I don't know the difference between anything that's going up my ass. You know, I I wouldn't be able to tell. <laughs> Steve <laughs> but, would Steve would be uh, able to the, tell. The visual I would. of my own penis going into me is pretty interesting. I bet. Now, so this penis that's now being sold on your link tree is that a different model than the one you're talking about? Yes. It's it's different. It's a lot. It's a lot less expensive. Um, <laughs> it's produced. It's it's produced by a company that does uh, a bunch of guys. So it could be. I mean, I haven't seen it in person. Uh, it but kind I mean, of made you look uncut. Uh, I mean, I kind of. I don't know. <laughs> You're cut, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Kind of. I mean, Steve, take a look at it. It looks to me like there's a little bit of foreskin. Um, Do you have it? I don't have it with me, but I was, I'm looking at the pictures online. Steve, oh. my, my co-host is now checking it Hello. out on, on your link tree. Um, yeah. So when we last spoke, I was mentioning to you that it's hard to find videos of you on Pornhub. And you were like, good, you know, because you don't make money off them. But now I see that you actually have your own Pornhub channel. Um, I'm making a lot of money. That's what I was going <laughs> to ask you. Do you find you get more user activity now from Pornhub or from your Just for Fans page? Everybody's wrong about everything. I'll tell you that flat out. Nobody knows what they're doing and that you need to take risks and you need to like turn to people that are telling you not to do something and be like, you've never done it before. You're not successful. So everybody was trying to get me to be like doing all this studio garbage. And what I found is that I was looking around and being like, you guys don't label things appropriately. You look like shit. You have horrible angles on me. Like if you Shade. want me to look... Like, it's just horrible. Like, the companies that have shot me, like, I have some really great stuff coming out that are, like, that are studio work. But I just sound like, if it was just me and a camera, I could capture the nuance of relationships that I have in my life that are a lot more dynamic and interesting than fucking this nobody who thinks there's somebody with a Snapchat. You know? Like, they're always about Oof. social media. Everybody wants to be famous. But that's not what I'm after. So when I put that shit up on Pornhub, this is stuff that I'm intimately doing and and choosing to do like every all the the words that are included in what i post they're all very well planned out i know the message i'm sending it's ethical i'm paying people if 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 they don't have their own platform to distribute their own stuff and if that's not the case we all walk away happy because we have our own content for chance they want to uh, pick up something like Understood. that but it's all collaboration everything is very very by the books we talk about everything before we film we, we film it and then you know it's the return on investment was a slow grind to begin with, but I knew it would take off, and I just went viral and got 6 million views in like a week. Amazing. And that payout makes up for a whole lot of other shit. I'm so sure. Eddie, we just have a few minutes left, and I want to get to Ask Me No Questions. So hit it, Joey. Well, no, let, let me finish telling you about the Pornhub. Let me at least wrap this up. All right, wrap it up quick. <laughs> so, so basically, no, you can't just cut me off. So, so basically, when it comes <laughs> We're at a time to limit. Yeah, well, I get it, but I was I was saying so. So basically, what it comes down to with Pornhub, if you're putting up free uploads, then you have to have the 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 amount that will that that will actually make you money is ad revenue. It works like YouTube. So you got to make your money, but it's a long term investment. Okay, now I'm good. Got it. Okay, you ready for ask me no questions? Yes, sir. Ask me no questions. <laughs> Thank you, JB. These are just fast Spitfire questions. What's the fastest way to All make right. you come? Shut up. Oh, to stop talking? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> so you don't like when people talk during sex? 
No, no, they don't. They don't. You know, it's a lot of times it's, it turns me off because uh, people come at sexuality in different ways. And I'm kind of a dominant person, uh, at least in the bedroom, ethical. So I like to hash these things out so we don't have to have a lot of communication when we're when we're fucking that is verbal. I like nonverbal communication, like here are my limits and then you do taps or a series of other things. But I, I don't like things to be disruptive. Because if somebody, uses full, if somebody uses full voice when you're having sex with them, it's a little bit of a turnoff, right? You just don't want to, you, you just, I'll you, keep you that in mind. What's the, be- inside. What's, the- <laughs> what's the best advice your mom or dad ever gave you? Uh, I, I'm not saying advice. I would say the, uh, the impression of, uh, of justice and, and if there's no justice around you and, and justice isn't available, then you will, then you become charitable and generous to make up for the injustices uh, occurring with the people around me. That's what I gained from them. What is your favorite horror movie? It's tough. I want to say uh, uh, Hellraiser 3, but I also want to say uh, Nightmare on Elm Street 2 for, for the, the, the gayness of it. I love that. I love everything about how it began as a BDSM concept with uh, Robert England, and then it, it, it flourished into this, the second one being a very gay spectacle with them going into a gay bar and then the, the whipping with the towel by the nude ass and all that. It's very interesting, but it's, it's in that, that world. I'm going to have to go back and rewatch that. That sounds mm-hmm. very intriguing. So good. And Hellraiser, Hellraiser 3 has a DJ, and he, like, he gets turned into a Cenobite, and he has CDs all over his head. It's just so cool and weird high fantasy, you know? All right, Eddie, we're going to do an F. Mary Kill. Uh, you know that right. game, right? Yeah, absolutely. And this is a bisexual edition in honor of your own bisexuality. So I'm pansexual. Pansexual. Yeah, we don't do the binary anymore, right? Okay. We, like, uh, if, yeah, we don't use that word, right? So your choices you are, <laughs> your choices are Billy Joe Armstrong, lead singer of Green Day, mm. Cardi B, yeah. and Demi Lovato. Mm. Oh, none of them. <laughs> you're, <laughs> not gonna, like, you're not going to fuck, marry, or kill I, I, any of them. Uh, uh, I, I, to be honest, I, I, um, uh. I, I don't know. I mean, Cardi B's another stripper. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I don't find any of them attractive, to be completely honest. I could probably relate more to Cardi B just I because thought... she has, like, the sex work aspect. But Why did I think uh, you'd be into know. Billy Joe? I don't know. I, I don't think I really give off <laughs> uh, that. But I don't know. I mean, I, I'm into really effeminate guys, if I am. Like, like you know, super effeminate. I like, mm. I like them as gay as they come. You I know? have a chance. Um, yeah, well, so you know what I mean. It's like it's, you, need <laughs> you heard it here first on the Adam Sang show. Adam has a chance. <laughs> uh, Eddie, right. if, if, have you ever done drag? And if so, what is your drag name? Oh I, no, I, I don't have a drag name, but I've, I've been put in drag uh, by Glenn Allen. Um, you know, the uh, he's, he's a makeup artist in in Los Angeles. He just won a bunch of awards, like a bunch of Emmys. He's He's nice. a big deal, but he, he had me come over one day, uh, like, years and years ago, and then, uh, and then he put me in, in drag. He's got, like, all these, like, kooky alternative things he does, and he, he put a bunch of stars on my face. really glittery. It's on my Instagram, at Eddie Danger, if you want to check it out. Yeah, I will check that out. Um, I know Crazy you hate here. when people make noise in bed, but give us your best <laughs> fake orgasm. Uh, <laughs> that was a moan. That was a groan. That was me starting my brand new day. <sighs> I don't even know. I, I just got moist. Me. I just got done being a Disney stripper, so <laughs> you know what I mean? 
family friendly. Eddie Danger, you are always an adventure uh, to interview, sure. and uh, I'm so glad you spoke with us today. Camp Wanakiki airs uh, season four this month on Out TV. Uh, give us yeah. all of your social media and OnlyFans and all those channels where people can follow you. Ah, there's so much. Well, we don't do OnlyFans. We have sorry, just, just for fans. For fans. And it's no, it's fine. I, I am. Uh, my name is Eddie Danger, and uh, and it's like uh, you can find me Eddie Dangerous on Twitter because uh, danger is, I guess, really common. And then also Eddie Dangerous on Just for Fans. Pornhub's got a bunch of shit. A lot of it's straight. We've got some gay videos, and it's. It, but it's 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 kind of. If you want the the really hardcore stuff, that's behind the paywall. You know, I we do. still have to do some mathematics here. Yeah, but there, there's that. You can always look me up, but just Google it. You know, Eddie Danger's all over the place. There's all sorts of weird shit. Wonderful I'm to, to speak with and you. I'm doing aerial. Best of luck with the season. We got to leave it there. Stephen JB, please plug yourselves. I am Cub Mexi on Instagram and Steve Jazar Medina on Facebook. Oh, I'm Sacking IQ12 only on Instagram. Thank you both so much. Thank you, Eddie Danger. We're back next week with a brand new special, The Best of Ass, Steve's Favorite Episodes. Yay. Subscribe to this podcast at dnrstudios.com. Don't forget to order your ass merch at adamsank.com. Follow me, me, on Twitter and Insta at adamsank and on TikTok at adamsankofficial. Email me at adam at adamsank.com. Have a great week, bitches. Bye. Bye. Well, hi.